is lead and believe. I believe, Benny. Now can you help me lead? Oh, boy, Brad. Here we go again. Absolutely. This is a podcast for leaders who want to build a world-class culture. I'm Brad Gustafson. And I'm Ben Gilpin. Here we go again, Brad Gustafson. What do we got around tap today? We got a good one, Ben. Why don't actually, let's just, uh, actually, how you been? I always go right to the meat of the show, but how actually are you as a human being, Ben Gilpin? You know, not bad, but let me ask you this, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything, is is there really anything other than just an old wives tale to the whole uh, full moons, tides, <laughs> all of those things? Is there anything real to those or is that just an old wives tale? What's I, don't your know. I don't know where you're going with this. You're scaring me. Like, are you going to start howling at the moon or something? <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Well, I say that because I don't know about you, but I just see so much more when we get this high barometric pressure and storms mm. are coming in and and we get all of this different stuff with um, full moons. And as we're talking about leadership and talking about helping people be the best versions of themselves, that actually segues to we have a guest with us this week and I can't wait to introduce her. We have with us uh, Barb Majeski and Barb is the is nationally recognized. She's been on the Today Show. She's been on so many different media specialists that um, her big thing is the curator of the good life. And she specializes really with helping people find their purpose and their style. We are so delighted to have Barb with us that she's going to hopefully add a whole lot more to this conversation to help people not only in leadership, but also be the best versions of them of themselves. So Barb, welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me, Brad, Ben, and Barb. Babs, Triple I don't know. B coming at you. Barb, I you saw know your that. name on the guest list. And I honestly asked Ben, like, how did you get her to say yes, Ben? So <laughs> we are humbled and excited to talk to you today. Well, I'll tell you what. Lead and believe. I mean, you had me from hello, gentlemen. I'm like, yeah, nice. this is, you know, what, you know, your perception becomes your reality. And mm. I message that all the time. If you believe it and you're willing to do the work, you can absolutely achieve it. I'm a living breathing example of that. So you had me from hello, boys. So let's okay. talk about it. So something you just said really uh, not triggered. You know, what if you're seeing really hard things in your leadership role, but you don't just want to get stuck there? You want to believe you can make a difference and have the capacity to do good with that? Like, how do you get over that hump? Yeah, you know, first of all, I believe everything happens for you, not to you. I battled a late stage cancer. And as I'm on the other side, in retrospect, I'm like, I am a higher, better expression of myself. Like it helped me evolve as a person, understand the value of time and, you know, what I'm still, the work I'm still meant to do in this world. And what is happening to you is happening for you. And nothing is given to you that you can't handle. So you really have to look at things and challenges with this knowingness of like, I will, I'll figure this out. Like that intestinal fortitude of like, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to take my team with me because nothing is insurmountable. Nothing's, nothing's really a deal breaker. You can figure things out if you're willing to, you know, be humble enough to ask the right questions, be persistent, persevere, and then create the vision for the people that are on the journey with you. Do you have an example of what a right question or questions might sound like, especially when it's when the situations are really, really hard and sometimes it's hard to even know what to ask? 
Yeah, you know, you always want to ask somebody who's maybe traveled that journey before of like, how did mm. you, how did you get through this? What worked for you? You know, you don't want to ask somebody, you know, and a great quote is I got from my friend Jessica and she's like, some people that have your best interests don't always know what's best. And we have this habit we're creatures of comfort. We go to where we where we find comfort. We also seek counsel. And that's not the correct place. We need to f- have the humility to ask people that are two steps ahead of us, that have maybe gone through the, the muck and the misery that we're in right now and say, can I get your ear? I'm going through something difficult that I think you would be able to help me circumvent, you know, help me get through. So the questions are more from a space of like, I am determined to get through this, but I don't have, I don't have the muscle. I haven't done this before, but be careful where you seek, where you seek comfort. Don't seek counsel, really seek counsel from people that are ahead of you. Does that, is that landing? Isn't that like, it's not always easy to do because you got to find those people. You got to hunt them down. You got to have the humility to be like, I'm kind of in the suck right now. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You got to be okay with being like, I'm just sucking right now. And I really want to get better at this. Right. Brad, are you taking notes? I, I'm just going to lay it all out there. We're, we're working on some important stuff at school. I'm a principal, Ben's a principal, and it's it's hard. So I am listening like more than I have ever listened because I do believe that we'll get through it. And I also need, we and I have so much to learn. I'm just really working on reframing and doing, this is good. I'm sorry, I don't mean to ramble. This is really good. It is landing. Yes, it is landing. So, so Barb, yeah. you've experienced a lot of ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else, right? Absolutely. And so, I mean, I hear you loud and clear. Mm-hmm. When did it hit for you? What was a turning point for you in that journey? So there's a couple of things. Number one, I want to applaud what you're doing in the education space because that is such a moving target right now. And it is evolving faster and faster than anybody for the speed of light. And, you know, it's really hard to keep pace with the changes in, in social dynamics. Like once you learn something, it's changed. Like it's an incredible task that you guys are really, but like, like keep up. I don't know how you're doing it other than leading with intention. I want to just really talk about that. Like how you, what is your intention? And always when you go to that space, when you're stuck in a really difficult moment of what is my intention? Like when you're having difficult conversations and you're in conflict, my intention is to be at the highest expression of myself and lead these students through such a difficult time in our society, in our culture, in our economics, to lead with confidence and clarity that you know we are we are the next greatest generation right that's your job is to make sure that you know that you are at the helm of leading the next greatest generation to take the helm of this ship that we've kind of messed up it sounds like you've been to Ben's school <laughs> I haven't. I do have a twin, but I've not been to Ben's school, but I do know that this is how I do feel. I feel like the next generation is the next greatest generation. And, you know, we can only go from, I think that's where you can go to is intention. So when I, and the story that I draw upon is anytime I've been through something difficult. So, I, you know, I put myself through college. I waited tables. I taught aerobics. I did all the things that I was very driven because I have a brother with special needs. And I thought if I don't take care of him, he'll be institutionalized. And with that like clarity of purpose, it gave me this, I can't quit and I have to figure it out. So I had to figure out how to be wealthy, how to make money 
when I didn't, I didn't have any models to follow. I didn't have any roadmap. I wasn't particularly, I'm not academically gifted. I graduated in a class of 360. My class rank was 180. So if you want to think, like talk about average, I'm like, I nailed average. I'm literally class rank 180 out of 360. I mean, how do you do that? I did it. And, you know, unfortunately to the detriment, I think that you, for me in my generation, I wasn't messaged that I was smart. I was messaged that I was mediocre and I had a mediocre life ahead of me, but I couldn't accept that as my truth. I had to like, I'm like, I cannot be mediocre. My brother will be institutionalized. I'm going to have to learn how to make epic amounts of money. I'm just going to have to play, follow the leader. I'm going to find people that have what I want. And I'm going to do what they did to get what they have. And that was my mindset, like head down. All right. You don't have to be the brightest person, but you do have to work very, very hard. And anytime things got tough, and this is the truth, this is what I want to share because I think it's the takeaway is when things got real and they got tough and I wanted to quit. And I, I just was like, I'm doing all the wrong things. I'm not going to figure this out. I had no back door. I had no quit. I was like, if I quit, I can't take care of Stephen. So you're going to have to figure this out, Babs. You're going to have to step up to the plate and continue to, to align yourself with right-minded individuals, people that are going places. I was very, very particular who I spent time with, who I looked up to, the books that I read. You'd be surprised what I was reading in my early 20s. Like everyone else is reading like, oh, how to meet a boy. And I'm like, how do you get rich? <laughs> how do you make money? You know, like, how do you be successful? Leadership is a choice. I read books like Rick Pitino, you know, I'm like a 23 year old girl reading like, you know, success is a choice. I Rick Pitino. I'm sure my boyfriends were like, but anyway, I just think it's important. I was they were impressed. That sounds very cool. <laughs> I don't know. That's the crap that I read. <laughs> well, what a- it wasn't crap though. Mm-hmm. But as you're doing that, there had to be a time where someone pushed into you and gave you advice that you didn't agree with. You know, I don't know that I, I can't really think of advice that I didn't agree with, but some really good advice that I got was, you know, when I wanted to quit and I'm, everyone told, so I, I did door-to-door sales because I kind of figured, mm, you know, I wanted to get paid based on my work. I'm like, I'm going to outwork everybody. And there was this startup company and we were scaling sales teams and it like had logic and con, like it had context to me. I was like, this makes sense and I can do X, Y, and Z. And at one point I wanted to quit and I was asking where I seek comfort, I sought counsel. And they were like, you need to quit, get a real job, get benefits, get salary. And I was like, oh, oh, well, I can't do that. I have to make gazilles because Stephen will be institutionalized and I cannot let somebody else dictate my salary. So you're entrepreneurs, you're running your podcast, you understand this. And I went to my mentor and I was like, I think I'm going to quit because I need to get a real job. And he's like, where'd you get that advice? And I was like, well, I got it from over here. And he's like, do they have what you want? And I was like, "Mm, not at all. I'm like, they're like flat. They're like, why would you take their advice if they don't have, they don't even know how to make money. They don't know how to be successful. They don't know how to launch any, why are you getting counsel from them? I'm like, I don't know. They have my best interest at heart, you know? Yeah. But they don't know what's best. I'm like, why don't you ask this guy? Why don't you read this book and get back to me later? Go ahead, read this book, talk to that guy, do X, Y, and Z, and then come back. And I like came back with like my tail between my legs. And I was like, turns out sales is the way to do it. So I'm going to stick around. So I think that that was really one of the better pieces of advice against not good advice. And that's just what's so important. Like as you guys grow your enterprises, you know, your role, your 
influence as principals and running a podcast on leadership, which is so huge and so needed and can be so impactful for so many people, you know, you have to make sure that where you're getting counsel is really in people that you look up to, that you're like, I want to have global reach. I want to have global influence. I know that I can impart great value and that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's fantastic. I'm always interested in the smaller steps. You have a really compelling why, you know, in serving your brother and surviving instead of the big picture, like what are the tiny steps that you take or what's the next step that we might look at to also serve others or lead better? Yeah, you know, I I do run courses now on transformation because I believe that we're in a culture of overpurchasing and underutilizing. I think we like it's so easy for us to purchase things and we buy it with the best of intention, maybe to learn an instrument, learn a new language, get in better shape, have more energy. We buy supplements and Pelotons and download apps and we're in just such a gluttonous society, but we're being messaged the wrong things. You know, we think it the question has always been asked like how do you stay motivated and inspired? And, you know, I'm like, I've like, I'm like motivation and inspiration. I'm like, they're emotions. Your goals don't care how you feel. You're not, emotions ebb and flow. They come and go. They're like completely, like, they're the people that show up to the barbecue when the beers are cold and the grill is hot and the music's jamming. They're nowhere to be found at 5 a.m. when you want to get up and you want to kill the day. Your inspiration and motivation are like, we're sleeping. The question that needs to be posed and needs to be really imparted, I believe, in a more impactful way is, you know, daily non-negotiables, the routine and habits. Like that is what's going to get you from information to transformation. That's what's going to get you from A to B. And motivation inspiration is like the sparks, like they're like kindling. They're not going to keep the house warm and they're not going to boil the water, right? You need the logs. You need like, you need the real, and the real deal isn't as cute as the kindling. Like it's not as cute. It's the, it's the work. It's the grind. It's the consistency and the commitment. And I think that's what we're ultimately lacking. So I think when you dial things back, you're like, okay, give me some little, like I need some takeaways. You look at micro non-negotiables that you make with yourself, And whenever I do like, when I talk transformation of like, okay, how do you get from A to B? You set micro non-negotiables. They're so simple, but they're daily commitments. Like I am, this is a non-negotiable and you don't have to like, everybody goes David Goggins. Like we have like no, like Americans are nuts. We go zero to David Goggins. We have like no in between. And I'm like, okay, let's pump the brakes, right? Everybody like calm the hell down. All right. We're going to focus on some real strategies and real micro non-negotiables that can transform our lives. And you're going to be really blown away, but this is the God's honest truth. My three micro non-negotiables that I teach people to roll is start off with is drinking epic amounts of water, walking every single day and writing every single day. And let me break that down because I think, you know, I think we're on the same, we speak the same language, right? And I'm honestly parched and sweating right now. I'm going to grab a drink of my water here (laughs) as you're about to break it down. I noticed Benny's looking a little parched, but go ahead, Barb. (laughs) Ben, get your water. So I want to say this, Brad, as you're taking in that water, the concept is as you're really, it becomes a micro non-negotiable, which means it becomes a conscious and not like, oh, I need to drink more water. Oh, I need to work out more. Oh, I need to be more, more grateful. When you move it from this like passive, you know, oh, I, of course I'm going to do that to this. Oh, it just became a micro non-negotiable for 14 days. 
I'm drinking a gallon of water every single day. And I'm going to write that down every single day. I will drink a gallon of water. In that process, you, that the water is also a metaphor of you're also flushing out toxic thoughts, toxic behaviors, toxic beliefs that are no longer serving you. All of those negative, the negative self-talk, the fear, the doubt, the weight of other people, you're flushing out all that not good stuff. I almost cursed, but you know, <laughs> we're flushing it out and we're making space for new ideas, more empowering ideas because your thoughts become things, right? We started this conversation. Your perception becomes your reality. And sometimes we have all this muck because we're we're just overstimulated. It's just, we're toxic. All of us are toxic. Every single one of us. <laughs> Water becomes this metaphor of, you know what? I am flushing that out right now. I'm flooding my organs and my mind and my soul. And it becomes this kind of like metaphor of like, you know what? I'm taking care of me, put on that oxygen mask so I can take care of other people. And the reason I believe walking is more powerful than any other exercise out there. It's movement and it's a movement and it's a, it's a reset that you can always go to, you know, and people stop walking. Like we're doing Instacart and we're doing, you know, we're parking as close to the front as we can. We're not even running in and getting our groceries. We're literally, people are like bringing the groceries to our car. Like we don't even have to pick up the TVs at Best Buy. We can just stand out in the parking lot like a bunch of schmoes. We're losing and movement begets movement. And so does in, like the law of inertia, like a body emotion stays in motion. And I, I can't stress this enough. Walking is about mobility and it's about, you know, but it's so much more about moving also toxins through your body and getting those endorphins. You need clarity of mind and clarity of thought to really be the highest expression of yourself. And, you know, I just wish more, like, I wish it would be like we did mandatory masks. Give me mandatory walking. Like everybody walks for 30 minutes. Like we just have, you know. As you're drinking water, walking and writing, are you also kind of implanting a narrative in your mind that you're not just hydrating, that you're doing all the things that you just said, like flushing out the toxins and stuff. Is that part of the power? So some, you know, when I do my courses, whether it's a seven day course or a 14 day course, I do go through new, you know, powerful beliefs. And I go through things that I don't think people address enough on a conscious level. Like one day I'm like, I want you to really focus on forgiveness because when you hold on to bitterness, anger, anger and resentment, it's like drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die. And it is not amplifying your, I don't know, your your abundance, your productivity, and what you can give out to the universe. Like that's just one of them. Judgment is a huge thing I talk about all the time. Authenticity, I'll I'll land it there, is one of them because I think everyone needs to hear this over and over again. I spoke at 10X Ladies a couple months ago. And the day before I spoke, there was thousands of people in the audience. I really hadn't spoken in years because of, I was went through cancer, divorce, and then we had COVID. So I had like not really been on a stage. And the guy, his name's Gary Brecka, got up on stage and is like, you know what the highest vibration you can give out to connect with people is? And everybody's like, love. And we're all like, love. Like, mm -mm." Gary was like, you want to connect with people? Be your authentic self. The highest vibration to which you can connect with other human beings and really be at the highest expression of yourself is authenticity. When you pretend to be somebody else, you're playing small. So when you bring it and you like, and I felt, I just share that because when he said that to me, 
Like he didn't say it to me. He said it to thousands of people, but I'm like, he's talking to me because I'm so, you know, it's me. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so, so I was like, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to kill it tomorrow because I'm really good at being Barbara Majeski. But when I pretend to be like, oh, I, maybe I'm like uh, Tony Robbins. I don't know who the hell I pretend to be. I suck at being them, but I'm really good at being me. And I think sometimes we need a reminder to just live with strong, go back to your intention, what we talked about earlier. What is my intention? You know, my intention, generally most people, I know that your intention is not to be in education because, you know, it's like the most lucrative thing on the planet. You're intentionally looking to leave this world a better place. You're looking to help make the next generation, the next greatest generation to lead us through some of the crap that we're leaving behind. And you go back to that and then you say, you know what, I'm going to just I can only control my effort, my attitude, and my intentions in the world. And I'm going to lead with the best. And I'm going to screw up sometimes, but it's not for bad intention. Like, And then you can like give yourself permission. Mm, I love the grace in that. Can you say that again before I... I'm, I am taking notes here in case you didn't know. You better, but, be, you better be Gus. <laughs> you know what? I got news for you guys. It's recorded. So you might be able to get it. Oh off. my gosh. God. <laughs> here I am. Being I don't want to break it to you. But you know, it is, uh, there's three things that you control out there. Really, your attitude, your effort, and the intentions. And when you mm. lead with good intention, even when you screw up, you can get better. Every day is either a win or a learn. Uh-huh. You're never failing unless you fail to learn lessons, right? Like, I, like nothing's a failure unless you fail to learn. And it's also part of like the human experience. Like, I don't know, just some of my greatest hiccups and like mis- like learning moments are actually some of the best stories I tell. Nothing gets people laughing. Like some of the, you know, the stuff I've done on TV, they're like, oh, that was, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, live television, the, you know, Hoda and Jenna, I did that, you know? So I just go human with the best of intention, put your best effort out there, be authentically you and have the best attitude you can have. Everything else is a byproduct. And I think when you live with that, those kind of that knowingness, you know, you can leave it all out in the field. And I think the universe is going to conspire in your favor and give you exactly what you are apt to receive, do and accomplish. I had one one last question. When you said earlier, we all have a, a little bit of toxic in us or something. I've actually been reflecting on that lately. So it, <laughs> yeah. when you said it, I'm like, what do you mean? Tell me what you mean. So tell me what you mean. Brad, that's such a good question. This is so, okay, everybody it's needs so true, to. But it's so true. Then it's so true. But I think, okay, when I say this, you have to know that you have to have a sense of humor in this. And in one of, you know, in honestly, my pillars of transformation, the first one is, you know, personal responsibility, which is so like, I don't know, sanitized. But the truth is, it's like saying to yourself, I am the problem. And I got this t-shirt and it says, I am the problem. And my boyfriend heard it and he's like, that's kind of toxic. I'm like, no, but on the back of the shirt, it says, I am the solution. And it's not that I'm being like, and people can take it in two trajectories of like, oh, I'm such a, I'm, you know, I'm feeling kicking rocks, feeling sorry for myself. I'm going to stay in the fetal position. That's your decision. Decision. But you can also decide and address like, you know what, I think I'm the problem in this and I'm not, I'm not getting what I want. I'm not optimizing my life. You know, I'm not optimized. Like you can say that show and be like, how can, what do I need to do? And if you're like, you add a little sprinkle of humor, you know, just a little sprinkle of like, 
I am the problem. You can also say to yourself that you are the solution. And I'll tell you quickly, this happened to me recently as I'm putting together the pillars of transformation, what I think are like really the prequel to any self-development that you go into. If you want to like learn any core, like before you buy another supplement, like please learn the pillars of transformation. Like please don't buy another Peloton. Please, please don't buy a membership. Just let me teach you the pillars of transformation. And as I'm kind of going through like the first one and I'm looking, as I'm in this argument with my boyfriend, which and I, and it's me because I keep picking the same fight, but I'm like, I'm, I'm like stuck on it. Right. And you guys have done this or your wife has done this. The girl, I don't know what you got going on. Your partner has done this where they pick the same fight and you're like, we already discussed this. And they're like, no, I'm not done. And finally I was like, oh my God. I said, I'm on my head. I said, God, I am the, I am the problem. But then I asked myself, what is my intention? Like, why do I keep going here? And I realized when I asked myself that in that same vein of like, I think it's me. And what is my intention here? I realized I was like, I was looking for security. I was like, I feel insecure in our relationship. Something had happened that I was, you know, beating a dead horse. And it left me feeling like vulnerable, insecure, not comfortable, and in a space that left me like an unswaddled baby. And I was like, I just no longer feel secure in our relationship because this happened. And I need you to make, I need you to help me. And he was like, oh, let me just, let's do like, and it like, it was like this breakthrough, but it all was, it all hinged upon me going, I am the problem. Barb, this is so flipping good. I'm going to listen to this conversation literally multiple times because I know I'm the problem in lots of settings. (laughs) Can we talk every week? I'm going to ask myself, Brad, why do you care so much about this thing? Because if you could move on, then guess what? A lot of other people would be able to move on. I, you know what I, but I, Barb, what I love about that is the authenticity that you just shared, but also your level of reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can all do that, right? It doesn't hurt, especially if your intention, again, going back to like living in an intentional life. Like I look at, I'm like, you know what? I really want to have a great relationship. I really want to be happy. I really, I survived cancer because I really want to live the good life, like a really good life. And I know that my work is not done. And I am supposed, like, it's not like I'm not going to go through trauma and setbacks and fr- all the things that life brings you. But if I can just continue to be in pursuit, in like relentless pursuit of living my best life, because remember, I control that, being in relentless pursuit of, I'm going to be okay. So when I'm able to kind of look at myself and laugh at myself, and then <laughs> every once in a while I'll tell, you know, people around me, I'm like, no, actually, you're the problem. <laughs> Can you also say, be like, I think you're the problem. You want to be around people that can like, right? Don't you want to be around people that are, that, I mean, to me, that's like the big thing in like relationships. Yes. I'm like, can you just please? You want to be around people who have a gravitational pull and who own their solution orientedness. Where, Ben, where can we go? I, I've been on Barbara's website. It is not a 180 out of 360. It is not average. It is awesome. <laughs> Can you point people in the direction of some of her stuff before we do our grand finale here, Ben? Oh, that's easy. Absolutely. That's easy. People, as you're listening to this, so first off, this is fantastic. Go to barbaramajeski.com. She's got a wealth of resources. She's got a podcast, a blog. She's got a store. She's got events. She's got programs. She'll be a speaker. She brings so much to the table. So check out barbaramajeski.com. Fantastic. And Brad, we got to we gotta jump into Leader Believe. Where are you going with this, man? Leader Believe. I'm going first. I'm believing. Here's what I got. And this is Barbara. I'm channeling my Barb here. Your goals don't care how you feel. You know, set your goals with intention and then by golly, choose to live them out every single day. <laughs> it's true. 
So how are you leading, Ben? Because by default, you got to give us like a strategy or something. I do. So I, I want to just point out that you've been looking for brownie points all episode long because you've been drinking water. <laughs> That's true. So I keep it up, Brad, because you're getting the brownie points. But um, Barb mentioned the your emotions don't care at 530 in the morning. And, and I want to go back to that because I do believe that the action, the leading is you create those habits and routines. And you have to have the drive and dedication and and you've got to stick with that because your emotions at 530 in the morning, they don't they don't care. Mm-mm. And so that is my lead for this. And so, Barb, we're going to give you the last word. What do you got to, to take us away with? Well, like you guys so best said, your goals don't care how you feel. So you need to focus on action because information doesn't lead to transformation. Action does. And buying things doesn't get you things. Action does. So by taking consistent, disciplined action and staying committed, you'll get the outcomes that you want in every vertical of your life. Love it. I will drink water to that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Barb. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So people, as you check this out, um, we want you to follow the hashtag lead and believe. Jump on. Give us your take on how to be the best version of you. And also make sure you check out BarbaraMajeski.com. Thanks again, Barb. Thanks. Thanks again. Creating a world-class culture requires intention and optimism. And sometimes it's the small steps a leader takes that matter the most. We hope today's conversation helps you move hearts and mountains as you lean and believe. believe.